Well, good afternoon, uh, Wellspring. Uh, thank you for joining us. This is uh, the Wellspring uh, Church Podcast. Um, I'm Tyler. Scott is uh, not able to be with us today, so I'm going to uh, be conducting uh, this podcast today. And today, uh, we are talking about a book by Tom Rainer uh, called Becoming a Welcoming uh, Church. And this is just a book that some of us in the staff are um, are reading right now and, and have read. And uh, we just like to talk about some of the um, ideas in this book and how it might apply to uh, to our church. And so I uh, just want to uh, get you guys familiar with kind of the premise of this book, its thesis. So I'm going to read this on the back for you here. It says, In almost all of Tom Rainer's consultations, church members perceive their church to be friendly. But as he surveyed guests, he found that the guests typically saw church members as unfriendly. The perception uh, chasm existed because the members were indeed friendly to one another. The guests felt like they had crashed a private party. Uh, so guys, we're going to just be talking today about um, uh, some of the ideas in this book and, and, um, and how this might uh, apply to our church, how we can become more of a welcoming church other than just being welcoming maybe just to one another who we're familiar with. Um, heard a story recently from somebody I know who uh, has a, a small group in his house uh, that meets once a week, not uh, related to our church, but a, a uh, college-age uh, small group, life group, and a new member was recently added this last week uh, to this group who's been meeting for about a year uh, together. And uh, from the, this leader's perspective, he could see very clearly uh, that this uh, newcomer was not well uh, received by the rest of the group. Not that they were intending to. Um, per se, but that uh, they had developed such a strong relationship with one another, uh, it was hard for them to figure out what their identity as a group was going to be mm-hmm. while adding, adding this new person in. And, uh, and so we're, we're just talking today again about uh, how, we can, how we ourselves can become a more welcoming church. So, um, Mary Jo, I'll start with you. Why do you, why do you think this is important, or why does this book uh, say that being, being a welcoming church is important? Well, I, Tom Rainer talks a lot about holy huddles in the, and that's what he was talking about with that home group. And I have always, Scott and I have been married for 13 years and he's been on staff at a church for most of that time. So we've never really had the experience of coming in as a visitor to a church. But last year I started attending a Bible study for the first time. And we often hear about people saying that church is like a club and when people come in, they don't really know what to do. And I experienced that for the first time at this Bible study last year. I had to check Molly in and there was somebody greeting at the door and they said hello. There was another person greeting in a different area. They said hello. And I got to the room to check Molly Kate in and they said, you don't have a name tag. You can't check her in. And I said, well, I'm new. Where do I go for a name tag? And they said, well, I'm not really sure you're going to have to ask somebody else. And at that point, Molly was upset, I was upset, and so I left the building and called my friend who had invited me and said, I won't be here and this is why. And since then, I've really tried to look at that experience that I had and look at it from a visitor's perspective at our church. And I think we have extraordinarily friendly people at our church, but I can see, even I, I'm including myself on this, on Sunday morning, I haven't seen most of these people for a couple of days, so I want to hang out and chat with them. And that's really what we should be doing at home groups. And Sunday morning, we should be looking for guests and um, practicing hospitality and and looking like we're actually expecting guests to come instead of just hanging out with our friends on Sunday morning. 
So, Aaron, what do you think? I, I yeah, spot on. I think there's he he talks a lot in the book about about hurdles that are in the way that we don't see. Um, that I mean, just the average person doesn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm saying even even me, like you don't realize you're having a holy huddle. You mm-hmm. don't realize you're you're spending too much time over here. Um, one of the things that I think is is um, I'm not sure if it's touched on in the book. Um, I don't remember where it, uh, the whole thing, but that's to say is that really the as I was reading the book, I kept thinking, you know, the, the thing that's going to get us over that, the thing that's going to get every person um, to be the uh, a welcoming church, because it doesn't really start with you can have a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you, we can have a welcome team, which we have. We have a great welcome team, and uh, they do a great job. And I'm I'm always telling them, and and uh, <laughs> hopefully they would say the same. I've told them, listen, you guys. It may be a short conversation, but you being warm is going mm-hmm. to give them freedom to talk when they get inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does. That for sure happens. But I, I think the, the why for it is um, why are they doing it? And the hope is, is for the, it's for the gospel. And right. I'll say that this is because we love Jesus. And you are really the first chance if this person is new. This is a warm handshake. And that Jesus isn't, uh, uh, you know, um, not shaking your hand when you come in the door, even though it's a handshake or a high um, I think it's super important because to see that this job may seem insignificant, um, but it it correlates even to every to the person that's here that would uh, walk out. How does it correlate? How does that task, if I'm welcoming on Sunday, how does that task correlate to uh, my job on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. And it's simple because we've all seen people in the corner by themselves. Mm-hmm. And and um, the point is, if we're the standard is, if we're a welcoming church, if I'm passionate about Jesus. I may be an introvert. I may be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I love Jesus enough, if I'm passionate about him and I want to see him make an impact in people's lives, then I want that person to feel welcome. Right. Um, so the, the, um, I think that's probably all over the blueprints of this book in terms of why. Why would you want to be a welcoming church? I mean, if we, at, at, at a certain level, if you just want to be a welcoming church, you can be a Mormon church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they could probably pick up this book and knock it out of the park in terms of being welcoming and getting people over hurdles. So we as the church, like um, like the standard then some, our, our standard is is to be welcoming and for the gospel. Yeah. yeah, it's a gospel issue. And I think that's what they talk about a lot in the book. Yeah, We're not doing this for numbers. We're not doing this so we have a church of 500 people. We're doing it because it's a gospel issue. And I watched an interview with Tom Rainer, and he said that, I don't know if it was him or the person interviewing him. Either way, they talked about how um, the number one uh, sticky reason why people come back to a church is not the message. It's not the music, which a lot of people think it's going to be. It's how welcoming the church was. And so that is totally a gospel issue. And it's not as being on staff, there's only so much we can do. This is for every single person in the church. It's not just staff or someone on the welcome team or... How can I connect? Yeah. How, how yeah. can how can each person? We all want. We all live in this world. We want to be connected to someone. Mm-hmm. And when you see that person that's new or or looking a little awkward, or you're pretty confident, you know your way around. Um, pausing a little bit to as as Scott has been preaching in, about the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Spirit. Is mm-hmm. He prompting you? I, I get that's an uncomfortable thing, but the boldness to walk through that door and say, Hey. Um, me connecting with this person in, in a spiritual connection with Jesus Christ and letting them know that they're loved, uh, letting them know that they're cared for, uh, that, that's hugely important to the body of Christ. I get it's only Sunday morning, like, mm-hmm. um, but 
it does play a role. Five seconds can play yeah. a huge role. So if I can just summarize what you guys are saying, we're saying that uh, the purpose of becoming a welcoming church is not for the sake of being a welcoming church or, mm -hmm. or being friendly or anything like that, mm -hmm. but uh, Mary Jo, like you're saying, you're calling it a, a gospel issue. Yeah. And last, last week we talked about gospel issues, and what we mean by that is that being a welcoming church, uh, the purpose behind it is for the sake of the gospel. Right. Right. We want to be yes. a, a great commission yes. yeah. church who, you know, as our vision and mission statement says, uh, Wellspring Church exists to glorify God by making disciples of all mm -hmm. nations through gospel-centered worship, uh, service, and community. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to do that, if we're going to truly be about the Great Commission and, and reaching lost people, then we have to invite them in. Right. Yeah. And if we, if we go and we look at Jesus, Jesus was always inviting people in, mm -hmm. right? And there was a time to be uh, somewhat exclusive, but he was inviting people in. All, all those who, who would come were welcome. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, uh, and we want to, to be like Jesus um, every Sunday morning when, when we show up to church, when we, mm -hmm. when we leave church. And so what we're really asking is, is uh, just all of us not to show up passively. Right. To receive what it is that um, uh, that you know whatever Scott's sermon is or whoever's mm -hmm. preaching or, or or the worship just to sit and receive it, right. uh, but to actively pursue and, yeah. and participate. Yeah, that's participate. Yeah, yeah it really in, is in yeah. the life of this church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. You know, it's it's um, it's putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. uh, because there are some awkward silences. I know I have, uh, I'm sure Mary Jo being, a, being an extrovert has never, has probably never done this, but the, the rest of us do in that you get to a point in a conversation where even in five seconds, you, there, there, it's awkward. Yeah. But what I know, I, and maybe Embrace I'm wrong. Embrace the awkward. Yeah. The awkward. Because I don't think that other person, when you're awkward around them, they know yeah. you're being awkward and yeah. you're giving them the freedom to say, you know what? I might be able, I might be awkward if I yeah. try to reach out and. Um, we're the body. You're safe in this. If you're a member here, if you going, you're going to a home group. Like you're safe. We'll get together and at the home group later and yeah. laugh at you. I mean, with you. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> but that. But I guess what we would say, right? You're safe, and so even it, it's gospel ministry. Mm -hmm. Even on a Sunday morning, by seeing someone that might be struggling with awkwardness, and you walk up and you're a little bit awkward. Yeah. Um, I think they get that. He has some great stories in here about people yeah. who are introverts, too. You don't have to be an extrovert and be good at this. Yeah. Sometimes pe being an extrovert is kind of a, um, it makes it more difficult because you want to talk to everybody. But being an introvert, you're a little bit more um, intentional and not calculated, but you're really yeah. thinking about what you're going to say. A friend and I were talking to a new family a couple weeks ago, and she texted me later and said, I'm so sorry for being awkward. You were not awkward at all. And yeah. they felt welcome because of it. So. Yeah. I think we always, and that may be just our own, um, just self-consciousness that we're yeah. worried about being awkward. But the guest, I don't think, would say, yeah, and even oh, it, that person was super awkward. Yeah, right, but even, when you, don't you, even when you are, you're giving yeah. them the freedom to be ba be awkward yeah, back occasionally. Like, it's yeah. okay. And yeah. yeah. When people show up here, uh, really at any church for that matter, uh, there's going to be some level of... Um, uncomfortableness. Yeah. You're going to be in a new place uh, with new people that you've never seen before. And every church does things a little bit differently. Mary Jo, mm -hmm. like you were saying, when you showed up at that Bible study, didn't know where to check in your kid, even mm -hmm. though, you know, people were saying hi to you. Yeah. You know, we, on Sunday mornings, we have people at the doors uh, greeting um, everyone as they come in. Mm -hmm. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean you know where to take your kids. No. That doesn't necessarily mean you know where the bathrooms are or mm-hmm. even where the where the sanctuary is or where you're supposed to sit. Do you know? Do we have a sign seating? Yeah. <laughs> that no, that's my <laughs> chair. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm the newest out of the three of us that, right. are, that are here. And uh, I can remember back in January when, when Sevy and I first first came, nobody really knew that we were we were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until uh, I think the the night before that we were like, yeah, this is the the Sunday that we're gonna go and and uh, visit Wellspring. Yeah, I think we were even expecting you the next Sunday. Yeah, I Scott think you were. We had planned yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the church that I had been preaching in um, uh, during that time was uh, with it was about an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes away. It got snowed out. Yeah. It was a it was a snowy day, so we're like, okay, well, Wellspring's a lot closer, so we'll go there, and. Uh, Really, nobody knew that we were we were coming, and mm-hmm. we showed up, and it was it was a bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew a couple of people. We Aaron and you and I had met before, and Mary Jo, we had we had met, and I mm-hmm. met a few others. But um, you know, when I went out to get coffee, none of the guys at the coffee yeah. bar knew me. Um, <laughs> uh, Doyle Price, he knew who I was, but yeah, um, it, there there is something uncomfortable about it. Yeah. And now, as I reflect back and on that, um, I can remember. People who didn't know who I was, that mm-hmm. I was even interviewing to, to work here, coming mm-hmm. up and saying hi to me, um, asking who I was and, and asking my wife questions. And yeah, it was, it was uncomfortable, but it did make us feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it felt like uh, we could just uh, be there and relax and, um, and just take it all in uh, rather than just being concerned about uh, where do we go for this, mm-hmm. where do we go for that. Uh, when do we stand up? When do we sit down? You know, all of those things. Uh, but just have, having somebody there to kind of walk beside us. You know, that was one of the things. I think he raised it in his book, didn't he? Where he talked about, um, um, sorry, I've been I've been using a picture that I saw in this book. And I, to be fair, what it is, is he says in there that um, how many people see a new person, grab them by the hand and say, come with me. Mm-hmm. Like, you are going to be my friend today. And yeah. I thought, I've never done that. No. I've always said, you know... Um, I'll have the five-second conversation. Mm-hmm. If it gets awkward, okay, I'm moving on. You know, yeah. I have that in my mind. I have a way out. But how many times do you say, look, today, because you're here, I'm going to be your friend. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if you can't, if, if you're on staff, that's, um, that's not really possible. On Sunday morning, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's so many, there's responsibilities. Yeah. And so really the, the, the neat thing, I guess, aside from this, is it's, it's one thing if, if uh, you and I are fired up about it, mm-hmm. uh, but the real telltale sign about the health of the church is when um, the average Joe is excited about it. Yeah. I think we have uh, the encouragement. We're not, we're not perfect at yeah. Wellspring, but I think we have a good number that... I think so, too. ...that would do that. I mean, if they have the idea, if they have the ideas that are yeah. in this book, a plug the book, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, I know. Um, but these, it really has some good ideas and helps you put some practical... Um, uh, skeleton to the to the heart. I think we I think we all want like we said we want a we have a heart for the gospel. Yeah. And now let's let's make let's see what that looks like. Yeah. And he talks about how it's not. Um, it, you have to be intentional. That's yes. really the whole gist of the entire book is you have to come into it with expectation and be intentional. None of none of this is really instinctual. People yes. don't really go. Let me go up and get this person and say, you're going to come with me. But you have to go into it and be intentional. And they talk about hospitality. And that's kind of been a theme running through our church for the past year or so with the turquoise tables. And then the ladies, we did a Bible study on hospitality this summer. 
And it's just something that circles back through all the time. And, and I got a quote from somebody this morning and it talks about that, um, when you are hospitable to someone, you may think that you're saying, come on over. But what the guest hears is you're worth the effort. And on Sunday morning for two hours or however long we're here, just think about our, are our visitors worth the effort? And obviously for the gospel, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not just visitors. Those are souls right. that God loves and, and are feeling a little weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I appreciate you mentioning that, uh, we need to be intentional about mm-hmm. this. And, and so, uh, what we're going to do now is, uh, we're going to go ahead and close, uh, for this week and we'll, we'll push this conversation, um, into next week. We try to uh, keep these things short so that uh, way you can uh, listen to these on your commute or, or where, however you listen to them. Um, and so we'll pick up this conversation uh, again next week. Uh, but we hope that uh, we have in some way at least piqued your interest or um, uh, convinced you that uh, being a welcoming church is, is worth the effort mm-hmm. and something that all of us uh, should definitely participate in because um, it is uh, for the sake of of the gospel for the sake um, of God's church and his kingdom. And uh, so we, we hope that we have uh, in some way convinced you of that. Uh, but if you are interested in um, learning anything more, um, you can go to uh, Tom Rainer's website and, and look up some of his stuff, or you can stop by the uh, Connection Center and, and we can uh, give you one of the copies of these books. It's mm-hmm. super short. Um, and uh, maybe, oh, what was it, 60, 70 pages, mm-hmm. 90, uh, 90 pages, mm-hmm. a little bit longer, but they're short pages. Uh, come and pick one of these up, um, read it, pass it along to someone else, and uh, let's become a welcoming uh, church together. Uh, that's all the time that we have for this week. Uh, we will see you next week.